now correct me if I'm wrong here, because it's been a while since I've played it, but you can play the game non-lethal? I mean, pfft, you can decide not to have fun, sure, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you give me these tools and you want me to use the pissy stun gun, fuck off. Like, yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fired no, up now, my God. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. Tonight we have a triple Tasmanian treat, (laughs) known as the Tasmanian treat. Uh, Three Tassie boys here on the potty. We have myself, Zach Jackson. Hello. Adam Ryan. Alliteration can be hard, mate. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. Bringing you the whitest tiramisu. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Good evening to you all. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? Oh, mate, I'm good. It's a a Wednesday this time. And uh, if you're wondering where Mr. Verbruge is, he is off streaming for uh, the Adequate channel, uh, trying to gain a... Affiliate status, like it's called that, isn't it? Twitch affiliate. I think that's that's right. That that sounds right. Yeah. So hopefully uh, he's nailed it. We'll get an update from him next week. Uh, but we're doing this on a Wednesday because I went selfish. I was like, boys, we're we we are going to push it from Tuesday to Wednesday because I have a tight ass and Tell I me want more. those twelve. I want those twelve dollar movie tickets, baby. Hey, <laughs> <So, laughs> to go and see uh, we, what? What was it? I went and saw a Quiet Place two. Yeah. <sighs> I've been dying to see it for a while. Or okay, dying is probably a bit, uh, bit much. But I've been very keen to see it. Um, I did quite like the first one. Yeah, second one good, but didn't didn't blow me away. Mm. Um, did you, do you still rate it? Did, was it? As far as yeah, sequels I'd, go, I'd diminishing returns. Probably give it, um, probably give it a seven. I was hoping for it was going to hit like an eight, eight, eight and a half. I reckon the first one's probably a nine. I haven't watched mm. it since I see it, first seen it, actually. But um, first one's excellent. Uh, that movie's great. Yeah, and I just kind of I don't know. I didn't like the ending mm. in the second one. Have you Have you both seen it? No, I have. I've seen part two. I haven't. I'm I'm still yet to okay yet to watch. Remind me after the episode, but I've got something to show you, which I was showing this today at work and it, this did blow my mind. I was like, this can't be legit. This cannot be real. Also, why do I pay $12 when I can just watch it online? Ooh. Not a torrent either. So, <laughs> Oh, is it like on Amazon Prime or something? Interesting. I'll show you, I'll show you later. We can't be seen to endorsing. Uh, mm, okay. Shh. Naughty, naughty website. He doesn't want to give trade secrets away for free. Clearly, that's it. He's going to fleece us for money for the for the info. I know what's going on. It's Mate, legit, guys. Uh, it costs money. Introduces it to the torrent service. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you got to pay me to uh, to get the deal. Hey boys, you want to remote connect to my Plex? 
<laughs> but um, yeah, and no, I went to uh, Lido Cinema in Hawthorne. I don't know if you've been there, Nathan. No, I haven't. Is it good? It's a little. Uh, 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 yes, yes. It depends what you want out of a cinema experience. Been to that one in Colton, and it's the tits. Uh, is it like yeah, Snova so it's, it's or? kind of yeah. It's very very similar. It's, it's, I, w- I wouldn't say it's like an art house, but it's a very like arty house kind of cinema. Love it. Um, it's not like you know massive fuck off screens it's just you know i smashed a eight percent ginger beer before the movie because i'm over 18 like a boss and uh (laughs) had a choc top and (laughs) And then follows it up with yeah i also had a choc top what flavor (laughs) did you have there champ what do you reckon oh my god oh boysenberry because you're a dickhead boysenberry yeah come on you know better than that what, you're, t- you're telling me you're not like going to go ass. for the... Okay, all right. Weirdly, we well, agree on that. It doesn't taste like ass, but... Um, what I d- flavors I don't, of choc top I'm always, even are there? I'm always Come partial on, to a mint. Mint choc top. Thank you. Boy. Come on. Choc mint, baby. It's the Don't way to go. It. That stuff gives anyway. me the worst diarrhea. Sorbitol that they use to like flavor mint and everything. It's because I got like severe irritable bowel <laughs> wow. syndrome. It's like, it's my kryptonite. That onion, this is the garlic. best intro we've ever recorded. <laughs> Well, artificial I'm mint, it tastes it. great. It fucking kills me. It is poison. I'm going to take it to the next level. He's going to shit on the camera. <laughs> I've got something for you. I've got, I've got something very special. Oh, dear. This mint milk, I don't want it. I've seen your ass no. so much tonight. Oh, no. It is Big M Blue Heaven review on podcast. It's going to be brown. Did you get heaven. that shipped over from Tassie? No, it was. Uh, it's on half price at Woolworths. Half price. What a bargain. I wonder why they had it marked down. Because they had a big M special this week, Adam, or last week. Oh, okay. All right, let's give it a sniff. <laughs> I want to start a Patreon where we fund Zach mm. to just try random shit from IGOs. <laughs> that the guy? Let's go straight to the clearance. Hmm. <laughs> Not about that. No. Not about that. No, that's, that's weak. That is weak flavoured. Uh, that's a four. I, you had I to know. think so hard about that. It was amazing. Oh. No. Um, See, blue is acceptable when it comes to Powerade, but when it comes to flavored milk, it ranks a lot lower. See, See Star I'm Wars big... has blue milk, so I was kind of going to get behind <laughs> that, but all of a sudden, no, I, I don't think I'm so. I'm a big blue heaven guy, as Adam knows. Yeah, also, so you're that's a big um... Yeah, the two, the two oh, worst I... things. In yeah, life. I know. I... I opened, oh, I opened the, the my second packet of LMP pineapple lumps last week. Can I get a groan? They're nearly oh, all gone. I'm I'm savoring them. I love LMP. Have you ever had that? No. Why would you want to cross LMP with pineapple lumps? What the fuck is wrong? No, with I you? mean, have you ever had LMP? I've had LMP. Like, yeah. How how good is that? LMP is fine, but you don't fine, throw fine. pineapple it's lumps fine. in with that shit. That's that's ridiculous. How dare you? How dare that's, you insult my New Zealand heritage like that? That's a layer of hell that I don't think anyone deserves. Well, when I die and go to New Zealand heaven, I'm going to be full of pineapple lumps and LMP. And the pastures of sheep are going to be full of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, so big M, blue heaven. Uh, no. Nah. Big fat four out no. of ten. Mm, maybe four and a half, but yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get to why we're really here. Video oh, yeah. games. Actually, just just to jump back to for two seconds. 
Nathan, did you think while watching A Quiet Place, you were like, this feels like a video game or this, this could easily be like a video game? Fuck. There was a point where I said that to April and I can't think what it was. It was after, maybe it was during, because I don't want to spoil anything. So I'll be vague and say yeah. maybe it was quite early on. I really yeah, liked it at the start. Yeah, there's a... But there is yeah, there was a no. point where I definitely turned and I went, yeah, this has just gone real video game right now. Uh, but I can't mm. remember it for the life of me. Anyway, we obviously wouldn't discuss it in much depth. But, yeah, it's an odd film. Like, it's, it's, it's perfectly entertaining, I think. I just don't think mm. it's the revelation that the first one was. But, like, it's very enjoyable. Like, I definitely finished up watching it. I was like, yeah, there's parts I didn't like, but it was good. See, this, is, this is what happens when you, when you get three Tasmanians on a podcast. <laughs> you start from the back first. We've gone off topic first. We do everything in reverse. That's true. <laughs> There's a joke there. I can't be bothered play on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, anyway. we're, all, we're all with you. <laughs> no, we're going to go past um, it. <laughs> all right, video games. We actually got a bit to talk about this week because Adam, you've got you've just finished something that we can discuss. Relative yes. detail, not a lot, but um, that actually ties into what I've been playing a bit. So, interesting. Adam, do you want to kick it off for us? Yeah, mate. I'll go in reverse order because I feel like I know what you're, you're putting down. Uh, I've played plenty of board games this week. Key is away for work, so I've just had board game night after board game night to fill in my lonely, lonely existence. Uh, plenty of Rum and Fury. Quick game is fantastic i'd suggest anyone who likes card games should get it it's like 10 bucks you play and eat ramen who doesn't want to do that uh, and we also finished our first run of the dark souls board game which is fucked it's so hard game is punishing but in a really good way um i've also been playing golf with your friends because that game's fucking fantastic if you're looking for something just to bash around with mates grab that it's a good time um, after finishing said game, I started Horizon Zero Dawn because I'm working my way through my pledge games. Still hate the traversal. I'll still get through the game because I don't want to lose again this year. Um, but the main event, I finished The Last of Us 2. I finished it to completion, got the credits, had a bit of a sit for a minute because I feel like I needed a sit. Uh, yeah, and it's done. It's officially done. It didn't take me four and a half years like it did with the first one. All right, so you've played... When did you finish number one again? Recently. Uh, yeah, so like eight months ago, I want to say. Oh, okay. So not this year. Um, now that you've played both and you played them relatively close together, which one did you mm-hmm. prefer? Ooh, that's harder to answer than I thought it was going to be. I think... I, th- I want to say one... But I feel like, uh, yeah, I'll say one just for okay. for lack of argument. Okay. Nathan, two, is, two, I think, is a better game in in the, the grand scheme of things, though. Yeah, I, I think they fit two different audiences, so I agree with everything Adam says. I think two is the superior game mechanically in, like, every respect. Even the set pieces, I would say, are better but it's wrapped up in a package that's very, very hard to digest. And I think the only people that are going to want to even touch that and see it through to the credits will be those that come in with the goodwill that the first game established, which is still 
top tier shit. So the fact that two succeeds it, but it's, it's it's in a much less attractive wrapper in terms of the emotional heft involved, the maturity, uh, and the the self indulgence. Like it's a very indulgent game. Its directors had a lot of reach in it, but but I loved it. Like <laughs> my criticisms don't take anything away from it for me. But the next person might hate it for those for that reason. Do uh how do i phrase this without being too spoilery i mean it's been what a year <laughs> yeah it had its it had its anniversary a couple of weeks ago actually so a lot of the criticism f- uh, for the game some of it is not uh justified or no, justified is probably probably not the right word it's not it's not it's come from people who it's not purely ha- have an agenda against the game its director it's uh, some of the themes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you've played it to completion, what do you make of the all those criticisms and claims? Um, so when around some of those, when the game first came out, and I kind of half heard because obviously I was trying to stay out of spoiler territory. I half heard some of the racier criticisms about it. I assumed that I knew what it was directed towards and I was in the right ballpark, but it wasn't about that specific part of the game. I'm trying really hard not to spoil Mm. anything. Um, No, I don't, I don't think that that criticism is warranted even in the slightest. Um, I think it was, if anything, I think it was actually dealt with in a pretty interesting and I don't know if realistic is, is, the, the term I'd use, but I think it was dealt with in a, in a in a mature fashion, and I appreciate what they did with it in in a lot of ways. But no, I don't think that that criticism has any validity to it. Do you? Uh, sorry, did you stumble across any spoilers before you played it? I literally went in. I played the whole thing spoiler free somehow. Okay, that's good because I, Which is I, miraculous. I feel like, and we've spoken. You should, if you want to, if you ever get a chance. Go back and listen to the uh, the spoiler cast. Shout outs. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I will actually. Um, but I f- feel like this. Um, yeah, not not playing it. Sorry, not not playing it. Not having any spoilers and stuff. Uh, I feel like it has a much bigger impact, and I feel like the um, twist, if you want to call it that, one of the the bigger twists. I feel like that hits a bit harder than. Um, yeah, than what it probably does if you if you know that, yeah, it's hard to yeah, to it is it's, say it's an absolute minefield to try to walk around. Um, in the the main thing I said to to all of you folks after I finished it, what was that I was I was glad that it was done because it's a it's a longer game than I think I was anticipating. Like when people say, oh, it takes twenty to twenty five hours," I've played games for far longer. We all have. Um, but not that I, I've never played anything quite to that extent in the emotional weight side of things. Mm. Um, and I kind of, I've gone back and forth with a few people saying it's too long. It's a bit, it's a bit bloated. And I still think in certain circumstances it is, um, it does take some steps too far in, in certain things, but I'm about a week removed and I have changed my opinion on it a little bit. Uh, mainly mm, as in, so I, th- I think the, the length does, it adds to 
the uncomfortable nature that the the game is trying to put you into um because there are lots of set pieces and sequences that i was really really uncomfortable with playing through and that was purposeful like it, you you were meant to to feel uneasy and i think the length plays into the narrative really well looking back on it uh now that i don't feel completely mm. emotionally exhausted from it so yeah, I don't think I don't think I wanna. I'd like to retract my criticism if I could, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go that far with it. But yeah, right. it's. I won't tell anyone. Thank you, I appreciate that. I won't tell Neil. Yeah, I know that you you call him what, bi-weekly? Yeah, well, he's been waiting on an update. I said, mate, let's listen <laughs> to the podcast this week, and uh, you'll hear all all of Adam's thoughts. Yeah, he can he can take all of my retractions now. But it's... Yeah, the, the the length's an in- interesting one. I like. I do think it is probably a little bit too long, um, but I. It's not so much. It's not the length of it that is. Uh, the issue, I think, which is a weird thing. I think there's. It's going to sound weird because it's probably going to just uh, conflict with itself. But I think the flashbacks, the side of it, there's. I think there's one too many, flashbacks, or they're done too long. Uh, I think if they tighten those up a little bit or have less, uh, I think, you know, they shave like an hour or so off it. Yeah. I'm, I'm of two minds with that because I was discussing it with someone and if it's in a different medium, I don't think anyone would blink an eye at it. Like if it's part of a, a television series, say, for instance, which is apt because the, the, the series is being filmed now those but it is very different though to watching something and then obviously yeah that's what that's what i mean like if that narrative was taken and placed into a a series it it would be no issue but because you have to actually take part in doing a lot of that it does feel a little bit drawn out so yeah it's it's hard because the narrative is excellent and Mm. there's not really anything that i'd want to take away from it in that aspect but the the length and the fact that you have agency in that just kind of mm. yeah it i don't know if it it i don't think it completely counterbalances it but it definitely yeah it throws throws some doubt into the mix mm. so this is actually going to be a, a good sorry nathan just to but i'll i'll let you have it in two seconds it's going to be a good a good discussion when we talk about the game i've been playing because i want to hear adam's thoughts on this but nathan you're you've been dying you've been dying to get it out no not really <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no <laughs> i was just saying like uh, um it's it's the game's conceit is that it's not there to service the player like we've been so used to games rewarding us for the time that we put in but it's complete mm. 180 and that's why i agree about it being a different medium like we're quite happy or rather we can sit down and indulge a really wanky director and you know it's only two hours and there's not there's only so much active participation involved but you are required to press things forward to fulfill Neil's vision so to speak and it's so indulgent you have to go through all the steps and you know they're all deliberately there. My man, oh my <laughs> goodness and how much you can yeah appreciate that I think impacts your enjoyment but you know I was happy to be along for the ride oh happy's the wrong word but I'm glad I did it like a good indie yep. film good art house film but just I think the, yeah. the, the biggest takeaway is that it's you can be so critical of this game because it is to such a high caliber. <laughs> like yeah. it, I think people have taken me pointing out the negatives in the game as me not liking it. And that's 
so far from the truth. I loved, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I think it is groundbreaking in a lot of ways, narratively and mechanically, but it's, it's to such a high standard that you just, you have to look for the the little things that you, you, you really, yeah, you have to dissect it because it, it is to, to such a high standard, but yeah, the game is absolutely incredible. And I think it, yeah, it deserves game of the year for, for, mm. for what it got. Did you finish think- Red Dead 2? <laughs> no, that's an, uh, another slog. Have you played uh, it? For me, I think, yeah, I have. Because I was going to say, in some ways it feels a bit similar that you are required to service the vision and push the narrative forward and you have to go through so many slogs to get there, but it's top notch. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing it. Like That's something that I have been playing. Not the game in question, though. Uh, I have been playing Red Dead. Yeah. Um, I really do enjoy it and it is... It's flawless from like its world and everything like that. It, it is, in, it's incredible. I, I mean, and it's what Rockstar do, and that's why it takes them fucking 10 years or eight years, six years, you know, to put out a game. Um, because every little detail is just on point, right? But there is too much fucking horse riding in that game. You see what I mean? Hey, like, and that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that's like not even, and, and that's, that is a, I think that is a, uh, what's like that, that is a victim of it being an open world game. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and not, not so much, uh, fairly linear experience like The Last of Us Part 2 is. Um, there's just a lot of that. And it's to the point now where like, I'm like, okay, this is just like, I, I'm sick of writing everywhere. Anyway, that's uh, that's what I'll say about that. But back on, um, and I did I did mention this in the spoiler cast, and maybe even in the review. But Adam, you kind of had no um, restraints like of how you were playing that game. You kind of you know you could, you could pick it up and play it whenever you wanted. I think yeah, as we sort of spoke in our uh, Slack chat, but um reviewing a game and being pressed for time with embargo I think that adds a bit of it makes it feel longer than what it actually is because yep. and you know especially with a game like that that is such an emotional drain um there's a point where you go fuck you know embargoes here just end yeah let me but um but then on the flip side you know like i said when i finished playing it i couldn't stop thinking about it and i wanted more i was like give me give me more um so yeah That's that. So, anyway, what I've been playing, uh, I've actually jumped back into, because Anna's always been a big fan, Uncharted 4. Bullshit. True story. So, I've actually half wanted to replay this, because there are there are lots about that game that I do quite like. I gave it an 8. Come on. Yeah, all right. All right. I gave it an 8. Just sorry I didn't bloody pull it off like everyone else um <laughs> but that game is way too fucking long when i it reviewed is. that i did yeah. and i didn't have any like i didn't get a copy before embargo so um i didn't i wasn't really like rushed to play it um so yeah i just felt like that game was just too too long and yeah, i'm a bit of a you're right I'm a bit of a bit of a prick and a bit of an asshole, as you know. So I kind of hoped for 
a death in there. But, uh, you know, we don't all get what we want. Yeah, we can't have everything, mate. Sorry. Everyone has Um, to have a happy ending. Shame shame that. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, But yes, no, I've been playing that with Anna. We are eight chapters in, I think. We've just... We've just been to the graveyard in Scotland, I, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or they've gotcha. just decided to, yeah, they've just decided to go to wherever they're going after that. Sorry. Um, and that game still, that holds up very, very well still. I mean, even what was it, 2016? That game came out, so five years now. Um, that game still looks amazing, feels amazing. Um, yeah. And I, I'm actually quite liking it. So well, there you go. There you go. Um, so maybe, uh, maybe I'm not the massive Uncharted hater that I thought I was. This is no, there, this is not what I was expecting to hear tonight at all. No, let it just but, be known. There is still that. Um, this is why I just I just can't get because I like with the last one. I feel like you're justified in snapping a bunch of people's necks, right? But in Uncharted, it just <laughs> well. You know, um, in Uncharted, it just feels like it just, I don't know, it's so, it just feels very weird just given Drake's happy demeanor. And someone did a, someone figured out how many people he killed over the, the span of the four yeah. games. I'll, have, I'll give it a look up because it, it, yeah, you're totally right. You're just this Indiana Jones like explorer but, and you're just kind of solving puzzles and doing names. this and that yeah. and also just mowing down like a small village worth of people. Yeah. So have you fellas finished uh, or played much of Watch Dogs 2? Oh, I love that now, game. But do you not have the same issue with the protagonist in that game? when He's not justified in killing a single character in the entire you, world and he I just think, slaughters everyone. But you can... Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong here because it's been a while since I've played it, but you can play the game non-lethal? I mean, you can decide not to have fun, sure, but... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you give me these tools and you want me to use the pissy stun gun, fuck off. Like, yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's fired no, up now, my God. Uh, I do... See, it's a I game I enjoyed, but... Mm, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, 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 I think, I, I think you're right. I think, um, uh, I don't want to say violence has been, um, what's the right word? I want to say monetized, but that's 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 not the word I'm thinking of. Mm. I'm just in this game mode at the moment. Like it's it, it's been desensitized almost. That like it's not. Oh, a, yeah. You know, so we you know we kill thousands of people in Uncharted, and it's like oh you know it's it's just a game. You know, it's, it's just what we do. Got to get the it's, treasure. You know. It's just hard when Naughty Dog also make The Last of Us, which makes you feel accountable for every action that you take. Like it's such yeah. a a weird contrast between the two. But um, no, I'm definitely digging. And I, the part, I can't remember if it's, it's about halfway through, maybe when you get to the island or you get to the mm. jungle and shit like that in Uncharted, I think that's where it really gets good. Um, and there are some very, very, very good scenes in that game. I think the, the scene where you're in the village, like that abandoned pirate town, just with your brother and you're just, you're just talking with him and stuff like that. And you're just exploring that little town. That's one of my favorite parts in any video game. Yeah, it's um, excellent. Um, and that last part where you're sort of exploring that that pirate town or the, the like, the actual 
uh, where all, like all the houses and stuff like that like that's like very very cool as well but then you it just goes on and it's like mate just yeah and it is well too long for all the hate that QTEs get in other games that final boss fight is dog shit but I'm okay with it because it's because it is what it is you know it's like a cinematic sort of game you can't really have a boss fight or you can't have like a he, uh, that guy, uh, what's his name? Big Wraith. He can't be like a bullet sponge because it's just then it makes it unrealistic. So, well, yeah, we sense. had yeah. in in un, what was it? Uncharted two, two Lazarevich, the the giant Russian dude that you, oh, you sh- yes. that you shoot the sap. Like we've done that as a boss fight in Uncharted, and that sucks considerably more. So I'll take the 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 sword fight any day. But um, no, anyway, playing Uncharted four. Uh, Thoughts will evolve over time, but Anna quite, uh, she's in, in enjoying it. Um, and I think there's way too much fucking climbing in that game. Oh my God. Like, mate, just teleport or something. Get a, get a magic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Nathan, what have you been playing? I've been dabbling in a little bit of Phoenix Wright. All of last week's Phoenix Wright discussion got me a bit fired up. So I plugged back into the... Uh, trilogy on the Switch. I'm probably. I, I'm. I think I'm in the first chapter of the first game, so I've only inched forwards. But um, it's. I mean, if it, if you've played it and enjoyed it, you know what the appeal is there. So very keen to get back in. But no, pretty low stakes. Oh, um, board games, I guess as yeah. well. <laughs> Give it to us. But only with myself. So I'm just. I'm picking. Like I'm trying to get my head around Everdell. Which I know oh, Adam has uh, spoken highly fine. of. Oh, yes, the components are gorgeous. The cards are gorgeous. It's such a such a centerpiece. Love it. Anywho, that's me. <laughs> did we a uh, little little bit of um, sidebar here? But did we did we get an update from Ash on the board game? We got an update from Nathan on the board game. Oh no, boys! Yes, let's have that chat. Adam, oh, wait. I thought that was Ash. Well, both. We've, well, I've, I've, I've done a horrible him. thing, Zach, and oh no, and I've, I've you spread a sickness that has. You stitched uh, him up, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> it didn't bear fruit. I'm afraid. So it was the expansion. It yeah, was so an for, expansion. For, con- for context, yeah, okay. I, for whatever reason, found myself on Dick Smith website. Uh, how which did you, how did that happen by the way? That's a that's a whole other story. I'd suggest everyone does because it's a fucking cesspit now. I suggest they um, don't. The advertising I've gotten this week has been abhorrent. My Facebook is flooded with like weird sex toys and marijuana stashes that have marijuana yep. printed on them, but they're supposed to be yeah. secret stashes that advertise to every. What the fuck? I, I don't even know. I'm not even searching any of this shit. It's just like that it's, is the target profile of Nathan. We figured it's a out. wonderful. Oh. It's a treasure trove. I'd I I would suggest you go on there, but treat it like a museum. Just look and don't touch. But um, it follows you out. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, the museum comes home with you. <laughs> um, but I spotted the Resident Evil Two board game on there, which usually retails for about one hundred and thirty dollars, and. I spotted it for a big fat 10 Australian bucks and I was like, oh, mate, I'd be crazy. I'd be crazy not to. So I, I chuck it in the in the cart. Uh, while in the cart, it says the expansion. I'm like, nah, fuck it. It's in the description. It has all of the components for the, the main game. Explicitly base game. 
yep, I make my purchase. I'm very happy with it. So I, I, I spread the love. I tell Nathan, I tell Ash, I tell a couple of my, a couple of my mates. Everyone jumps on it, and I've I've fucked it for everyone. <laughs> it's uh, Nathan. Can you can you can you tell us what you received today, mate? So I, I go inside. I get home from work. I go inside. I see on the stairs an Amazon parcel. And I say to April, "I thought of all of our Amazon board games from Prime Days arrived." She goes, "Yeah, they have." And I go, "Fuck, Amazon! What am I buying from Amazon?" So I take it upstairs. I crack into it, and lo and behold, Resident Evil Two. And I'm I'm, I'm puzzled. I'm like, huh? Amazon, and then I look a bit closer. Resident Evil Two Survival Horror Expansion, and my brain is just going through so many motions because I'm like, why would the Survival Horror game have a Survival Horror Expansion? Why the fuck is it come in an Amazon box? I purchased it from Dick Smiths. I know Dick Smiths are owned by Kogan, but there's too many levels of fucked going on, and it's like, how did they even tell what was in the box when they sent it to me? I just, I'm still baffled. And a part of me still wants to go and buy the other $10 expansion just so it can sit on the shelf with it and have a little bit more value by association. It's probably worthless as an expansion by itself. But anyway, I, I haven't calmed down. I haven't even opened it out of the shrink. I just, um, <laughs> I'm appalled. But at the same time, delighted. It was $10 shipping though, so it was, we're actually $20 in the hole. I tell you what, mate. I I think that's the best $20 I've ever spent. This has been an absolute <laughs> roller coaster that I've the loved gift every that keeps second on of. giving. It really is. And now I get to, to write strongly worded emails to, to Dick Smith for no avail. I'm not going to get anywhere with it. No. But fuck, it'll be an enjoyable ride. Threaten him with the ACCC, even though you know it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> and you know what the worst part of it is? I don't think I actually want to buy the Resident Evil 2 board game for it. <laughs> like, I'm still like, do I, do I want it? I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe if it was 10 bucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, if but I already. If anyone can find the Resident Evil 2 board game, two of them preferably, preferably uh, let let Nathan and I know and we'll jump right on it. <laughs> I, I got one right here in in the cupboard, mate. Is it still in shrink? Yeah. Sure is. What? My goodness. Absolute fool. Because he likes to buy board games with the intent of just buying them, but he, mate, was, he never uh, does. It was, it was RE2, mate. What can I say? Anyway. Love it. There you go. Wow, we. Um, Very emotional. So, Nathan, you've actually been playing a couple of other games for preview now. You had the the privilege, the honour. The pleasure. The pleasure. The triple P. I think there's only two P's in there, but whatever. uh, Of (laughs) the playing, privilege, pleasure of of playing. Eldest Souls from uh, United Label Gaming, which is CI Games. Shout out to my boys their little indie label uh, and the studio is called fallen flag studios fallen flag studio and elder souls is a pixel art boss rush game with brutal combat in the style of i guess a dark souls game now if you recall oh i've heard that elder souls game name before on this podcast you are correct that is a game that i could not beat the very first enemy um so let's see how nathan fared come out of it absolutely glowing so i got to meet with the delightful francesco and jonathan from the fallen flag studios team two young yeah big shout outs to young humble italian blokes delightful folks to to uh chat with now we managed to run through the full preview in about 40 minutes now the full preview consists of 
three bosses. There will be more in those areas available at the time of launch, but we've basically been given a sort of narrow pathway through three boss zones. Uh, the world that's presented is what you would expect from a game with souls in the title. So it's kind of an amalgamation of sort of Dark Souls and Bloodborne, no Sekiro. So they're playing on those, those fantasy tropes. Uh, there is a lot more going on under the surface that people familiar with those games will start to spot. So it is quite subversive. These two folks really know their source material. I mean, it's it's it tries its best to be a Souls game, but they mentioned that they were particularly inspired by the two Bosch Rush titles of Titan Souls, which we discussed, if not last week, the week before. Kieran brought it up. He said he liked it. I said, nah, I fucking shat on that. Um, I, I liked the first hour, but then the difficulty spikes in an absurd amount, and also don't really like bullet hell games, and it goes pretty bullet helly from memory. Bullshit, um, you are. Bullshit. <laughs> and the Kieran, other, where's Kieran? Get Kieran on here. Just it, like, it was last week because it was Big Ash, Big Ash, Big Ash. Oh, Big Ash yeah. oh yes, I see. Because of de- uh, Death's Door. Yep. Yeah. Ah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, look, I was, I, I actually rage quit that game. I was, I was live streaming it. I think after about an hour and a half of the audience just heckling me, I was just like, "Fuck this piece of shit," <laughs> and I never looked back. Um, but I'm sure the developers are lovely. And f- <laughs> is it Fury? F-U-R-I? The yep. funky boss rush game that I'm also terrible at that has bullet hell elements, but I think the style overrides that for me. So I asked them straight out the gate. I was like, is Elder Souls going to have bullet hell elements because I don't like that shit? And so far this game doesn't have it, so thumbs up to you guys. And they go, oh, we can't spoil anything, but maybe some of the later <laughs> bosses. And I was like, oh, fuck. So we'll see. But first boss beat it on the first go, I think. And it was fantastic. Ooh. And it, I think I love the first boss because it's a sort of uh, a dog with like a big sword and shield. And he, he comes across as quite an intimidating boss for your first fight. And you, there's no, as it, because it's a boss rush game, you don't get to cut your teeth on any minions. You're going in there and you're expected to know how to win. Um, but you are given some gentle little tutorials uh, and the game starts you off quite limited in terms of skills and mechanics. So that's a nice introduction. But uh, as Zach knows all too well, that first boss fight is brutal. So if you can overcome that, expect to die a few dozen times perhaps. Uh, but you will feel amazing afterwards. Like you'll feel, okay, like this... It's a, it's a very special feeling that's known for, to people that overcome any of the awesome and grotesque odds in the dark souls games they've condensed this into something that you can pick up throw half an hour out get that feeling but without having to do much backtracking because if you die you spawn back at the boss arena and you don't lose anything they charge up your health so they've been very kind in accommodating players that may not be very familiar with that genre the the soulsy genre um but whilst also providing all of the things that make that genre shine so we've also got a slightly esoteric story We've got characters that you've got to sort of read between the lines with when you're talking to them in order to figure out if there's like quest lines to follow up on. Quest lines might provide you items that give you buffs for, especially for newer players. So if you're a player that's forcing yourself at a boss fight over and over again, you're dying, you're getting frustrated, you've got two options. You can go chase down a quest, uh, which usually, as I said, will be prompted by talking to characters in the world that are usually fairly isolated and got their little miserable backstories, a la Dark Souls. Or you can find a different route to a different boss fight that you might win. 
you might get some upgrades and then be strong enough to get a bit of an advantage on the other one. Um, but back to the boss rush. So we, then we face the second boss and the fellas was like, yeah, most of our preview builds just end on this boss. Most people don't get past it. I said, oh, boys, I gave this one a run. 15 deaths we got through, but it certainly wasn't 40 minutes. So let's get into it. Second died once, beat it on the second. The boys were like, oh, yeah. Now we're making some headway. So I was feeling very good. There was real ep epic vibes going on. Lots of good energy. We got to the third boss and I said, look, fellas, I didn't beat this boss in my time last night. And I don't feel very confident we'll get there tonight. And they go, oh, look, it's okay. You'd be a part of the 1% if you did. We've only had five people beat it. And wouldn't you know it, I made number six, boys. We oh, got he's there. Gone and done it. We went and snuck it in and it was under the 40-minute mark. And it was glorious, but... Uh, the boys did have to tell me how to optimize my build. So they're like, no, you've got a grappling hook, use it. But your grappling hook is something that you can unequip quite easily. I won't go into the specifics, but I had to equip my grappling hook, which essentially acted as a fourth dodge because your stamina chews up, um, or rather your dodge chews up a bar of stamina. You've got three. So your fourth dodge gets you to zip around, which gets you the winning edge against this boss that's very fast, teleports all over the place. There was a lot of celebration, or mostly on my part. I think the devs were just kind of <laughs> sick of seeing all the people just throw themselves at the second boss and the third boss to no avail. Um, but they were delightful. And we talked a little bit about some accessibility, you know, how they're going to broach the difficulty for new players. Uh, but we'll have a write-up on that very shortly. That's that's the long and short of it. Sounds good. Awesome. What do you think of the, the art style? Because it is quite... It's not... From memory, it's not full pixel art, is it? It's like a polished pixel art. Yeah, it's definitely that stylized kind of pixel art, but I don't really know my pixel art vernacular to give you the good technical on it. <laughs> uh, it's pretty, you know, I've got no issue with that. Uh, it's clear, uh, and it's so clear to the point where they've been very, very smart in how they use their restricted animations to telegraph to the player what's occurring. So all enemies usually indicate when they're going to do an attack because weapons will flash quite generously. Um, all of an enemy's sort of moves are usually forecasted. Their combos are telegraphed quite well. So uh, they've been very clear in their presentation to make sure none of the mechanics get buried under any kind of pixel bullshit. That's that's the technical term I'll use. Nice. So that is Elder Souls, and that uh, comes out the end of this month, I believe the 29th. Let me just double check that, or it could be the 28th. And if it's not clear, I've, I really enjoyed the preview, so... <laughs> Worth keeping an eye on if you like your Souls games or your Boss Rush games. It's uh, it's special, I think. You've uh, yeah, you've so sold me. I'm in. Lovely. Hundred percent. It though, Adam, you got one one problem here. What's that, mate? Wait, no, hound, hound. Wait, let me just double check. No, I lie. Never mind. I got uh, sucked in by the uh, the basic uh, platforms listed yeah, here. That, that's that, right. So... I, I had to look it up just to be just <laughs> to be sure. So yeah, Elder Souls comes out uh, July 29, and that is coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and the Series X and S. We will have a review up at the end of the month. Uh, so yeah, go check it out. Uh, check out Nathan's preview, interview, whatever he's got uh, going up, and um, enjoy. Okay, let's go to our... Wait, how, Nathan, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, no, that's, no, it. that's it. We yep. can't tease any more than that. They'll have to read it up. Okay, so let's go... Let's uh, pump into the news. 
the one of the well i guess one of the biggest things uh, in the past week is that ghost of tsushima is getting a director's cut now i think last week we spoke about that there was a potential spin-off game coming uh, but it has now been well yeah uh, it was re- announced last week that a director's cut is coming for ps5 and ps4 um, and that will include new content is that correct adam Yes, yes it is. It's going to have um, more or less a, a, a little expansion there. The Iki Island is going to be a, a new uh, playable area in the game that'll have new story content and new characters and, and whatnot as well. So yes, yeah, new content. Um, and it's a full price title uh, based on the pricing we can see. Um, and to get the upgrade, how much is it to get the upgrade? in $30. Okay. I can see $30 US. I had a look on the PlayStation Store last night. So as long as you own the digital copy, $29.95 or $29.95 rather. Fuck, I own the physical like a pleb, like a boomer. Yeah, I'm not, not 100% uh, sure on that, unfortunately, mate. I think you might be in a bit of, bit of strife. That's all right. Anyway, um, yeah, so that brings us to... Well, she's, firstly, is anyone excited for this director's cut of Ghost of Tsushima? Absolutely. Negative. The, have you played Tsushima? I finished it. <laughs> and you have no interest in going back? I didn't like it. I liked the first half of it, but then I felt like by about the 15-hour mark, I'd seen everything there was, and I just had to basically just keep going through the motions to the credit rolls. If I could just have the first 15 hours and the credit roll, like, I would have been happy, but it didn't just it did, it did didn't have enough new stuff to sustain my interest for the full runtime. No, look, that's... That's fair enough. Yes. Uh, I haven't played... Sorry, I wasn't paying attention to the to the screen. That's um, right. That's right. Yes, I've not played it anymore because I've been focusing on Uncharted, but I am keen to keep playing. It's But it's definitely... I mean, I'm still uh, like pretty early in, so... But it's not... Um, not grabbing me yet. The, the combat, I think, is king. I love the combat. I would have a whole game with just that combat. The open world in between is pretty, but just it wasn't didn't have enough happening in it to interest me. It was very cookie cutter open world, tick the boxes, collect the collectible. There wasn't much dynamic stuff happening, so I soured on that. But the combat well, is we, brilliant. I think we said when we did the review talk of it that well, I, I didn't say, but you and Kieran said that it's pretty much a, a PlayStation made Ubisoft game. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it it is in the sense that the 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 emphasis is definitely on the the main content and a lot of the the side stuff is is there to to pad it out. Mm. Um I the combat like you were saying was enough to to pull me through any of that. Um like doing any side content that just involved killing more mongols in different settings. It that was pretty well enough for me as far as the kind of the set dressing went so yeah i was i was enjoying the combat enough where the the lack of side mission meat didn't really bother me that Mm, much mm. all right well that brings us to this week's discussion and that is director's cuts what games do we think could use a director's cut now i don't know how many you've all got Adam, you probably got like eight. 
I've only got, th uh, technically I've got four, but I've got three because I've condensed two into one. That'll become less That's confusing fine. when I get there. That's all right. And all right. when you introduce your titles, just to explain, uh, this is this is more for me, but g give me an idea of what has motivated that choice. Like what does a director's cut mean to you in that yeah. instance? Absolutely. It's the, um, the idea, because I sent this through to, to Zach a couple of days ago, um, particularly with Tsushima, and I'm guessing what will be with Death Stranding is the the little changes that could be that can be made in hindsight. So it's not a remake or a reimagining. It's a the game's been out in the wild. There are changes that could be made to better the experience or things that maybe the the developers ran out of time or resources to to add into the game and had to be cut. Therefore they can go back and retroactively change things and add things to to make the experience what they would have liked to have had in the first place so, so i mean kind of like a, a the director's cut of a movie maybe not snyder's four and a half hour justice league but you get the kind of the general picture so if i was being a super reductive jerk it'd be kind of like a, a dlc priced patch in some instances pretty yeah i mean i mean that's well. a horrible thing to say i mean i don't feel great saying it but <laughs> realistically that <laughs> that's that's pretty well on the money though yeah yeah gotcha okay cool Cool. I'm a bit, I've I've selected mine a bit different, but I'll I'll explain that when I'm going into mine. Love a bit of controversy. Right, Adam, your your idea. You, you want to give us your first one? Yes, my first one is Bloodborne, um, and I think this might be a little more because I'm a bit of a piece of shit. But playing it on what was it? Was it PS4? Or PS3? Fuck, doesn't matter. Playing it when it originally came out, um, it just it didn't it didn't grab me from the off. Whereas coming from from Dark Souls one and two, um, and I think a large portion of that was performance wise, it was a bit shaky. Um, and we still don't have sixty frames in that game on console, which is unfortunate. Um, and I think I don't think there's content wise there needs to be a whole heap changed. Um, I think this one is more of a, a performance-based and, and mechanic-based thing. I think some 4K visuals and a 60 frames upscale would be enough to have me interested because I, re I really I love the world and I love the the idea behind it, but everything else that comes with it just doesn't doesn't quite do it for me. And I'm sure there are and other things uh, like certain weapons that I'm sure they'd like to include uh, and maybe cut bosses. I'd like to see there's, there's such a huge amount that they can do with that setting and that world. I'd, I, I just, I feel like there's things on the cutting room floor that maybe stranger, crazier concepts that I'd like to see creep back in as well as the, the upgrade from the performance side of things. That so is, Bloodborne is my, my first kicking off. That is game. brilliant. No, that is awesome. Just bummed. I didn't think of it. So, my first one might be a little bit obvious, yeah, but it's it not. Is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's see if you've uh, if you can guess. But I'm going to go with the order 1886. Now everyone knows that I enjoyed this game, but it is obvious that it wasn't long enough. Uh, there are changes that could have been made. 
uh, in terms of how that game was played. Uh, th- little other things like boss fights could have been improved. Now, I don't know if uh, the way everything was or, or how short it was, the length of it is uh, what they were going for exactly or whether they just simply ran out of time and had to sort of fit it. In, I mean, it feels like a, like a pretty tight package, and I always did, did say that that world and, um, yeah, that like that world is is built for more than one game. But that game had a lot of potential, and obviously didn't it didn't perform well enough for for Sony to carry on with the flame because uh, we've not seen it, and they seem to forget that it ever existed when they do their marketing materials for uh, the PS4 generation and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I think making it longer, maybe uh, making a bit bit more of it interactive, changing how the weapons, uh, how you, uh, sorry, give like the player a bit more choice and stuff like with the the weapons and that and the lichens. Like I love the idea of the lichens, but those boss fights were shit. They were bad. And even interacting with the lichens in in general were was pretty average. Um, it was like what dodge, shoot, dodge, shoot. You know. Um, so yeah, I, I think they could maybe tighten up. And, and that's maybe not you know a director's cut. In its you know in its classic sort of sense, but you know I think there's maybe a lot of things that they could definitely improve on. So as much shit as we give you for being a huge mark for the Order 1886, that was the first game that I thought of uh, when I was thinking of director's cuts because that I feel like that fits the bill perfectly of a game that the premise is is there and the setting and the just everything surrounding it is should be amazing, but the approach maybe just let it let it down a fair bit. So mm. yeah, I think, I think that's a, a great shout and I'd love to see, maybe I'd actually play it if they did a director's cut. Who knows? I thought you, no, you haven't. I thought you did play it. No, nah, I've been dodging it. Been dodging oh, it, mate. mate. You can smash it over in a, in a, in a weekend. Plus mm. you owe me anyway. I know. I know. I mean, I'll do it before bed. What is it? Nine o'clock. Yeah. It'll be done <laughs> by what? 1130. Nathan, what do you get for yours? Um, Oh, I thought I'd tr- start off with a troll one. Uh, PT Director's Cut. Ah, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Let's get a proper fucking title out of it. Nah, um, all jokes aside, I really have spent all day thinking about this and I've got one in mind that came to me, but the last few have come to me just over the past half hour. Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Uh, have either of you played that through? I Not to completion. Um, but I played a, a fair whack of it though, yeah. Yeah, it starts off. Yeah. yeah, it starts off super interesting, and then you probably heard like it's building up, building up, and it just sort of ends. It's like, what the fuck? Like, where was this going? By the time it ended, I had no clue what even like where was the act two? Like, where was the act three? I was totally puzzled. It seemed like something that had just been chopped off halfway. Um, despite the fact that everything up until that point was just building and getting more and more interesting. Like, I didn't even feel like I'd scratched the surface of, like, the character progression. It just ended. Um, so a director's cut of that would be great, considering we did get a director's cut of the previous one, which integrated all the DLC and made it, like, one cohesive title, or at least allowed us to switch to the DLC easy. Um, so, 
yeah, that, that's an odd one. I'd just like to see it kind of like what Adam said about Bloodborne, which is was indeed true. Like how much has been left on the cutting room floor? That would be my concern with this game. And I'm even more concerned because we still know that that series, for all we can tell, is on ice until further notice. Mm. Good shout. I, d- I did enjoy what I played, but yeah, I didn't. Cyberpunk made me enjoy it more too. Like after playing Cyberpunk, I was like, fuck, Deus Ex rocked. And this could have been like Deus Ex. The world of Deus Ex is so interesting. Mm. I um And the aesthetic. Like it just, it's it's so, yeah, it's just so interesting to look at and kind of poke around the world and see all the little the little details about it. Yeah, the... The game's, the game's awesome in a lot of ways, but yeah, you're right. It does get let down. And I think the the whole pre-order and monetization part of it oh, when, when yeah. it initially launched was a fucking mess. Oh, my word. Shout-outs to money. Love that. <laughs> Adam, what's your, what's your number two? Here's my bonus entry of two-in-one. Uh, I've got Batman Arkham Knight slash Batman Arkham Origins, I think. Mm. One, if not both, could could be director's cut for different reasons. Uh, so Arkham Knight, contrary to popular opinion, I really enjoyed it. I thought the game was fantastic. Uh, it was thrown on the shit pile because of an over-reliance on the Batmobile, uh, which was a chore, to say the least, in combat. Um, but I think... A director's cut could maybe minimize that or retool it to make it more interesting or to just give us what we actually want from a Batmobile, which is just driving the, the fucking thing around and feeling really cool and not treating it as a tank weird minigame hybrid, which turned out to be an absolute mess. Be nice to get uh, more than then- one boss fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not have Deathstroke as a fucking tank fight it just ah uh, this there's so much that that, that game just got so close <laughs> and then just fucked it on the on the execution um so i'd like to see less of the the bat tank and then in turn maybe injected a little bit more of the the actual core combat and to to see what they were going to do with that and fuck you know what while we're while we're at it just get rid of the riddler entirely from the whole fucking game get him get him gone Say he's in Arkham. He's gone gone for good. I don't care. The Riddler trophies can fuck right off. Um, but Origins is kind of the the opposite. It uh, the story is decent, and but it's kind of still seen as the black sheep of the family. They used different voice actors instead of the the series mainstays, um, and the combat felt different. Developer, it, it's worth it's worth saying. WB Montreal did did uh, Origins. But I'd like to see them reintegrate maybe the voice acting from the rest of the series just to make it a bit more cohesive. Because uh, having different voice actors, I mean, I know it's not the end of the world, but it does make it feel like a different series. It doesn't feel like it fits. Um, and it's it's a real shame because you have, in my eyes, the best boss fight in the entire series, which is the Deathstroke one, uh, just kind of hidden away in the shittest game in the series, which is, it's, it's, yeah, it's a real shame. So I'd like to see Origins kind of come up to the, the same level of quality as the rest of the series. And then Arkham Knight, I just like them to completely retool the, the Batmobile because it stinks. 
Mm, see, I rate Origins real high. I, I really enjoyed it because I'd just come off the back of reading lots of comics. But I agree. If we got the original, like the OG voice actors, fuck, wouldn't yeah. that knock the game up a notch? Absolutely. Yeah. Like Con- Kevin Conroy just needs to be Batman in everything ever. Um, and just as as great as the the voice acting was like, like not knocking it at all they the the voice actor still did an incredible job but it just it makes it feel disconnected and odd so mm. the my yeah my main thing would just be to to bring the original voice cast back into into origins love it nice nice my second choice is resident evil 4 <laughs> Now, oh, I'm interested. Let's g- jump on it. So, what's, the, so what's the cut? You, how much do you guys know about the history of that game? Like the 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 three times it tried to get off the ground. Is that what you're, you're getting at? Yeah, pretty much. So I'd love to see, and this again, I don't know if this really fits into the director's cut um, description, but I'd love to see what <clears throat> what. Uh, elements and features and sort of tone they were taking before it we got what we got because um, if you've ever seen on YouTube I think it's uh, is it Resident Evil 3.5 or, or something like that there's like a video of um, of like some gameplay and stuff and it, like, it looks quite, like really cool it looks quite different to what we got um, so I'd, I would love to see what what else they they kind of had had going, um, or what they didn't add uh, to that game because that you know there must have been like a lot of ideas going around because that was quite a that was a huge change in um, in the franchise and you know a massive uh, massive uh, what's probably like a big big leap for the the genre because that that sort of changed you know those sorts of games with the behind the shoulder viewpoint um but yeah so i'd love to see what they uh what as you said what they left on the cutting room floor that's a that's an excellent shout because that that footage is so far removed from what we actually got from resident Mm. evil 4 like there's uh like haunted for lack of a better term uh like suits of armor that try to attack leon and there's like a big supernatural kind of feel to it which I think in some ways we got DNA from that in Village. Like there are certain mm. segments in that that kind of are a bit reminiscent to that. Well, it's um, particularly also fi- in the fixed cameras, isn't it? I think from memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fixed yeah, cameras. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's an excellent shout. I'm signed me up for that. Yeah, so I'd be keen for that. Uh, Nathan, what's your number two? I'm going to go off the back of that actually because I was I it it just reminded me. So I actually thought of RE4 as well, but then I was like, <sighs> like I. I mean, I know we know that there's a like a remake in the works. We'll just wait for that. But then I was thinking the Evil Within two. Now, perhaps controversially, good choice. I, I was thinking. I'm in two minds about that game. I won't spoil anything except to say it's a game of two halves. And just to give you an idea of what I mean by that, first half of the game, it's almost semi-open world, and you got it's so cool. It's almost a bit like Silent Hill one in a sense, as you're just sort of traipsing around and. Um, there's a lot of jump, like there's a lot of scares hidden in the open world, so you're never really quite sure what's around the corner. It almost seems dynamic because if I go back, is that same thing going to be there or not? And you never quite know. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So it's that tension's always really well played. But then in the second half, 
again without spoiling it becomes a bit of a bit of a concrete hallway simulator and it i mean if, if you're into games like control and that you might find that interesting but i was i was completely sold on the on that first concept um in those first what five six hours or so i would love to have seen and i kind of wondered if it was a budgetary constraint that it did take that sharp turn into a much more linear game with a much more unambitious art direction so part of me just hopes that you know maybe it was a bit of a budgetary constraint and there could be you know in another world another universe a director's cut edition that really fully fleshed out that potential nice good choice another good shout i'm keen for this too Jeez, um, I'm getting keen for things that aren't going to happen. This I know. Is, this was a terrible <laughs> idea. Quick, cry myself to sleep. Quickfire, uh, quickfire question, uh, Nathan and oh, and Adam, uh, did you prefer one or two for The Evil Within? Two. One. I like one for different reasons. The variety was great. Two doesn't have that. I think I'm a one guy too. I think I, think I prefer one. Though that... In all its um, janky so, glory... The ending yeah. is trash. Yes, yes, absolutely. Nah, it's trash, trash in the best way possible, though. No, I not. loved it the trash ending. Fucking terrible. Ah, oh, see, I I loved it. I treated that game as such like a B grade horror film. Good, you had to. And I had the fucking best time from start to finish. But the ending is just ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. I love it. It's, anyway, it... um, <laughs> another time. Another time. Uh, Nathan, what do you got? Uh, sorry, Adam, number three, what do you got for us? This is this is my final one. Uh, and this was the, the first one that popped into my head after the order. This was the, the first good game that popped into my head, rather. Um, Hellblade sent you a sacrifice. Uh, that game is absolute class. Like, it is, it's one of my favourite games that I've played in the last five, six years. Uh, it has such a great setting such a great tone the exploration of of mental illness is it's all of it is just absolutely outstanding uh the combat is a big old wonky donkey and (laughs) it it wasn't enough to really bother me that much because i was invested in everything else that was happening but i can't help but feel like if that combat was refined and bettered it would just make for an overall close to perfect package now i'm sure that's kind of what they're gonna go down for um for hellblade 2 but i enjoyed so much the the story from the first i just i would just really like to see what it would look like if it was a completely refined fine-tuned package and I think the, the the biggest thing is I know what to expect going into it's what we what we say about the God of War sequel is it going to be as good because now we know what to expect, um, and I think Hellblade Two kind of falls into a, a, a similar trap of the first game kind of came out of nowhere so it caught us by surprise. So in saying that, I would like to play it again, but have kind of that same feeling about the combat so if i were to go back into a director's cut and i'd go okay here's the first first bit of combat i roll i'll get through it and then the combat blew me away i think i'd have that same feeling all over again so that is my my number one recommendation for director's cut yeah absolutely that's spot on i've not played it so i can't uh 
Oh, you I should comment abs- on that one. Absolutely should play it. Should be top of your list. Everything about it. a big feel, Xbox. Mm. First impressions yeah. for that game is like, it seems like AAA top notch. Everything about it screams high production values. And then you get to the combat. <laughs> and you go, oh, it's two buttons, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, Fair enough. It's not a whole lot going on. But you just, it. it's worth it though. It just, it. everything else yep. about it, it's worth it. That game is... I can't recommend it enough. It's fantastic. And you've got to play it with a headset. That's that's oh, a must. Didn't do that. Mm. All right. Number three for me. Homefront. <laughs> Hang on. I was muted for that. What I said was get fucked. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Homefront. It, it is perhaps might, might draw a similar reaction though. Homefront the revolution. It, it is, <laughs> let me just prepare myself. It is the first Watch Dogs. Okay. Tell us more. That's all right. So, we know that the hype, you know, killed that game, sort of. Um, You know, that game looked awesome in trailers. Uh, I mean, they were all pretty much cinematic. You know, it was this GTA, not killer, but like this GTA, you know, twin that was, you know, coming out and, but it had like cool, you know, the hacking and whatnot. And then it, well, there was the downgrades. and then it, yeah, you know, and then it came out, and it just didn't didn't blow people away like it was meant to. You know, maybe the expectations were too high. Maybe, you know, the hype train just got too fast, and no one could could stop that bad boy as it you know rolled into launch station. But um, I'd love for them to go back and maybe just focus on the things that made the second and third game good, and tie them into the third one in like a director's cut. So make the characters a bit more, um, you know, you, you want to play their story kind of thing. Because I feel like in number two, the characters are awesome. You know, the characters are well-written. They're likable. Um, and I don't mind Aiden. Like, I thought he was fine, but he's just, he's a video game character. You know, he didn't, you know, if I wrote a list of the top 50 game characters, he wouldn't be in it kind of thing. Um, so I feel like if, if they tightened up the story, a little bit tied up some of the gameplay uh, and maybe did improve some of the visual sort of stuff. Um, I reckon, yeah. I, I, like, And the same as what we've all said, like, I would like to see what they've sort of, what, what they cut from that because, I mean, I'm sure every game has ideas that are cut from their, the final master and stuff. But, yeah, I'd, uh, that would be my third choice. I like it. I like it. That's the, yeah, yeah. You got, you got me caught up in the dream there. You took me right back. Like <laughs> you guys remember how it felt watching those first trailers, right? Yeah, man. yeah. There, it was unreal. That, that one trailer where he um he goes in and they're doing like I think the auction for the sex trade, and it's like it's like John Wick style, but he yep. just oh that trailer is that is one of my favorite trailers. I'm gonna show, I'm gonna watch it after the podcast. It pops off. Yeah. Who needs Pornhub when you got those sorts of trailers, mate. <laughs> mm, Boobysoft. I've got a, uh, a a mate of mine prides himself above everything else that he's ever done in his life. We we were watching E3 live that year when when it got announced, and the trailer finished, and I was like, "Fuck, that looks unbelievable!" And he was silent for a few seconds, and he went, "That that game's going to be shit." And then it came out and there was all this controversy around it. And you would think he's the second coming of Christ. He thinks he is 
top notch for for being able to call this and it's years like it's been years and years and it still gets brought up frequently it's yeah he's a toss I I don't think it was shit I think shit's unfair I actually think the DLC Nathan did you ever play the DLC with T I I did or whatever his name is. I did. I played like five minutes of it, so don't ask really? me how I felt about it. it and <laughs> it's, it's not really good. It's it's simply because I was like, I think I was fatigued. Like I tried to get through Watch Dogs as quick as possible because I was losing interest. And the, the DLC, after crunching it, didn't spark much joy. But that I can't offer any good opinion on it. But yeah, there you go. Watch Dogs. Um, shout outs to Aiden Pierce because he's back, baby, in Bloodline. Bloodlines, Bloodline, the new Legion DLC dropped it at, yes, whatever, it drops, it's dropped out, it's out now, just, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Nathan, give me your third. All Quick. right, so, yeah, we'll be very <laughs> quick here, I was really hoping to have Kieran to bounce this off of, so this will fall on um, crickets. I can pretend but, to be Kieran. Okay, but pretend you're Kieran. Uh, let's get a director's cut of Yasumi Matsuno, the yeah, director, go. <laughs> go. rather than his games, uh, So, but no, 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 particularly, I uh, definitely really want to see a director's cut of the likes of perhaps the games he's worked on, like Final Fantasy Tactics or Tactics Ogre. Oh. You start to see a bit of a theme here. This fellow likes his tactics games. It's like smile, like, yeah, no, nah, how about that? No, yeah. no, thank yeah. you. Oh, how good. I like you. I love that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Spot on. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Uh, it's uh, like anyway. a <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, look, I don't have too much more to say on that other than the fella was obviously responsible for some pretty influential tactics games that I hold dear. They haven't been modernised in a while. I'd love to see them uh, freshened up for new platforms. But that that would be my idea of a director's cut, basically just popping them on new platforms. Nothing special. Tidy. Okay, question four. Do we feel like director's cuts are the new remastered? In some sense. Yeah, so, sort of. Like it's um, a fancier way of saying remastered. Because I was thinking like like when you brought it up or, or, and when Ghost um, sort of got announced, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it makes sense, I guess, you know, to come to PS5, sure. But then I was thinking, and you, Nathan, sort of touched on this when we were talking about The Last of Us, but like can you really have a director's cut of The Last of Us Part 2? Because no. that feels like it's a fairly, <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a director's you know, dream, dream game there, you know, and, and even same with God of War. I think God of War is, is very much a, a Corey Barlog sort, sort of game. And, you know, and no doubt there are many people, um, you know, that help make those games, but. The elephant in the room is Death Stranding though, because I've never played a more fucking, I love Kojima, but he had way too much rope, way too much. Oh my well, god! Mate, don't pack as much rope. Pack more ladders. You're doing your runs wrong, mate. So that's and that's that was what I was going to bring up. Is that's the last game that the needs other, a fucking director's cut? Yeah, the, the other one we're getting yeah is is the Death Stranding. So is like I think this is just a fancy word for remastered because that game could not like you could well there is real no bigger director in gaming than old mate old mate Kojima. So. I'm incredibly interested to see what director's cut means for that game. Cause they haven't really, they showed off a bunker and they showed off Sam getting into a box. That's more, that's it. more monster, different flavors of monster energy. Yeah. Bring it on. So yeah, I'm 
keen to see what that means for Death Stranding. Because I can, I, you can very clearly see what it means for Ghost of Tsushima, and I think it it makes sense for Ghost of Tsushima. But yeah, I, I just I'm I'm lost as to what it will mean for Death Stranding. I'll still I'll fucking play it because I love the game to death. But I just yeah, I'm very very curious. So the other question here then is is that is it a fair uh, criticism of these two different games like who's to say that I, don't, I mean i don't even know who the director of ghost of tsushima was let's call it dave you know I'm, I'm sure dave had probably just as much creative freedom as well maybe not uh, as much but you know very very close to as much creative for freedom as kojima did on death stranding but because K- kojima is a massive name yeah and his name's on the fucking box a hideo kojima game you know I don't know, just, yeah. I, I don't really know what the point I'm trying to make is. I think you maybe... The point you're trying to make is we need a director's cut of Detroit Beyond Human. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's actually yeah. a good no, game. But I don't know if I don't say, say that it's a good now. game. Oh, my God. I liked that God. game. I liked it. That game could go on the trash heap. <laughs> that was wow. before the controversies. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fahrenheit, but oh, it loses me after that. I don't even know if Fahrenheit's any good anymore. Back in the day, though, Mind got a re-release for PS4 and Xbox One, not, so you can go back and not give it a crack. Aged well at all? Oh, I can't no. imagine it can't have aged well. All right, um, before we wrap that up very, very quickly, we did we did uh, put out on the the well played community on Facebook. Go, go to Facebook and join. Well, you got to join Facebook, but also uh, jump on the the well played community there. Uh, but we put it out that we were doing director's cut chat. What games would people like to see? Uh, Mr. G Duncan, Glenn Duncan, gave a shout out to Kojima with Metal Gear Solid 5. He says, so it has a real story after the middle. Um, That was actually one I thought might get brought up, but I have not played it all the way through, so I couldn't couldn't say it. But that game did just sort of feel like it just didn't have a proper ending, I believe, was one of the... Yeah. um, Yeah, there was was Konami Kojima issues that, that hampered that pretty significantly and there was a whole a whole act that was cut from the game that's right that has been pretty widely talked about that's now right. yeah, so yeah. Yeah. um so yeah that's that's a, an excellent shout definitely and because the game's fucking 80 hours long a lot of the reviewers because of embargoes <laughs> and shit didn't actually get to see the fact there was no ending <laughs> didn't get there. um do so the reviews for that game were done at a review event which was only uh like 10 oh, hours. oh yeah no <laughs> oh no um shout outs to just making that info public um <laughs> next one was james finn uh he goes good question one that comes to mind for me would be halo 2 as i watched the behind the scenes bonus disc and bungie had lots of sorry had loads of stuff that they really wanted to that they really wanted to be in it and i think 343 could do wonders with adding that stuff in as dlc take uh take the flood juggernaut fight and a scene where arbiter takes on a group of brutes unarmed to save Johnson. Uh, I don't really remember Halo 2, so... That's a tricky one as well because you're asking a different a different, a different developer, developer yeah. to come in and, yeah, fulfill the vision of the original developer. So, not... Yeah, I under, I, I get where he's coming from, though, yeah. Uh, Jordan says uh, he would... He says J- that Borderlands... Jordan's an idiot. Yeah, is, is a series that needs its director's cut from the game. Um, Shout-outs. Can't argue. To, uh, to Randy Pitchford. 
there. Um, Harry Debrion, he says uh, Dead Space Trilogy, but I don't think that one really... I'm not sure if that one fits. It's more... That, that, that'd probably... Yeah, they're definitely the third one for sure. But as far as the trilogy goes, I think that's more of the the remaster remake kind of territory. Uh, Big Daniel Markowitz says, "Now I don't know if I don't know if this is a game. So shout out if uh, (laughs) it is, and not shout out to me if it isn't. Uh, Metal Gear Acid Two. Fuck yeah, it's a PSP game. Oh, that is okay. I wasn't sure because it was yeah, Um, Kojima." Was, did No, Kojima didn't oversee Acid from memory. He oversaw no, so. Peace Walker and Portable Ops. Yeah. Mmm. Good choice. Uh, Ryan Betson with uh, Porsche Challenge, you know, way to my heart. <laughs> For fuck's oh, sake. Oh, um, Give me that. I'd, I'd play that. I'd, I would play no other game ever again. <laughs> That's <laughs> a brand. Uh, and, unless it was the order, Director's Cup. Uh, and then... Uh, Benjamin Smith says Mass Effect Andromeda so they can put the missing story details in. Okay. Bang. Some good choices there. All right, let's whip, whip through this news. So this morning there was a Nacon Connect uh, event. I think it's called Nacon Connect. Uh, yep. And they showed off uh, some more footage for Lord of the Rings Gollum. Um, hand up. I haven't actually watched it yet. I meant to watch it before the podcast, but didn't get around to it. Adam, you've seen it. What do you think? I have. Uh, I'm thoroughly interested in the game. They, I mean, it, again, doesn't show off heaps. It's mainly environment design that they, they kind of give a, a quick little nod to. There's there's some bits of gameplay, but it's very much just kind of stealth. Um, Gollum running through different environments and things like that. But it, it looks very pretty. It looks very... Uh, like, the art style is almost kind of storybook, uh, which play, plays into it well, because they do say that all of the designs are more faithful to the book than anything else, which you can definitely tell when they show uh, concepts for, or not concepts, but renderings of the Mouth of Sauron, Thranduil, and uh, Gandalf, all three looking very much how they're described in the book, which excites me a lot because we we know backwards and forwards, ups and ups and downs, the the look of the characters in uh, Peter Jackson's films. So it'll be it'll be cool to see a more faithful recreation of the of the book descriptions so yeah game looks game looks really cool and i'm i'm very interested in it nathan you've uh you got any interest or have you seen this at all no i mean i'm I'm very much interested in the fact that they're going for a look that sounds like it's in line with the books but i just i just had a, a thought come to me was that and correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't Gollum in its announcement the first like big studio game that made clear to us that there was a new xbox confirmed coming like that was actually backed up that was like coming uh, to next gen xbox um like ah uh, yeah there was like that. i think like, i think there was a fuck up in yeah they weren't meant to they were just meant to oh, say consoles meant to. oh and right I think they and i think they said current and next gen consoles and it it was a big deal at the time but in hindsight it wasn't no but because i was thinking big. like as a historical marker, that's quite interesting because did we see anything of that at E3? Yeah. yeah there's just... There's been fuck all from it. There's been one very short little trailer that shows off a teeny bit of gameplay and then this is kind of the, the next biggest thing. It's from um, Day... 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 Uh, Daedalic. Daedalic? Yeah, Daedalic yeah. Studios. Um, it's not a super budget game, I don't know. No, think. no, no, no. Absolutely um, not. So I think they're going to be a little bit... 
careful with what they show off um, yeah. for this. Which is fair. Uh, it was meant to... I could be wrong on this, but I feel like it was, it was meant to come out this year, perhaps, and then yep. they pushed it to to next year. Um, they also um, announced a RoboCop game, a first-person uh, RoboCop game called Rogue City. Uh, and it's coming from the developers that did Terminator Resistance, uh, coming in 2023, question mark? Yep, yep, yep. 2023. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's got a trailer. Adam, did you watch that? I did. There's, there's not much to write home about there. There's a narrator saying Detroit's fucked. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Um, Nothing to do and... with um, Become Human? <laughs> no, no, I don't think. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe he's shooting androids right in the head. I don't know. Um, but yeah, then just kind of ends on the money shot of of RoboCop grabbing his pistol out to to deal some justice. Well, that was a money shot. I know. Old mate Ash Whaling was frothing over it, and so we'll, we'll wait to see cool. more. RoboCop is cool. He's a beast. Have they made? When was the last RoboCop film? Twenty film. It was the 30? shitty, shitty reboot one. I didn't like yes. it. Yes. No. no. Fuck no. It was dreadful. I didn't mind it. I didn't take it too seriously though. Judge Dread. Do you say Judge no. Dread? Now that that's you said, it. That was, you said dreadful. So, but but Dread was a kicker. Shame we didn't go follow up. Yeah. Fuck it. Give me a Judge Dread game actually. Did yeah. you ever oh, play that game that. from like two from Paradox? Was it Paradox? Yeah, it's like, uh, PS One. No. No, I played it on PC. It would have, maybe it was on PS2, but it was definitely not PS1. It was Judge yeah, Dread, Dread versus Death from memory. Can we get a fact check on that, please, uh, someone? Judge Dread, Dread versus it. Death, PS2. PS2, okay. Uh, st- oh, it was Rebellion. Sorry, it's the Sniper Elite folks. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, so it came out in 2000. Oh, Zach's given up all interest. Look at him. <laughs> sniper oh, you don't Elite. like Sniper Elite? <laughs> it's all right. That's how I feel about them too. <laughs> uh, 2004 in the US, 2003 in Europe. There you go. Oh. And it bombed across all the aggregates. What a fucking surprise that is. Um. All right, quick other news. We've spoken about Ghost of Tsushima. PlayStation acquired another studio. They acquired Nixus, uh, which is a Dutch studio that does a lot of PC porting work, uh, mostly for Square Enix. They did um, the Deus Ex games to PC. Uh, oh, sorry, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, I think it was. Or one of them. Uh, they did Tomb Raider, the, the recent trilogy, and another game, which I did write in my article, which I haven't got open. Shoutouts to me. Trying to remember off muscle memory there. Um, sorry, Marvel's Avengers. No, no wonder why I didn't remember that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they've been bought by PlayStation. They're now part of the PlayStation family alongside Housemark and most likely Bluepoint, unless uh, that was a mistake, a genuine mistake. But, you know, we'll see. Um, cool. I guess it sounds like they're probably going to help uh, port more of their games to PC. Uh, as well as just help out um, across the board there with uh, uh, in PlayStation's studios. Exciting announcement. All right. Uh, GTA 6 is rumored to be hitting in 2024-2025, which is somewhat surprising. 
it's hard, isn't it? Because it, it's surprising and unsurprising at the exact same time. Uh, being that Rockstar brought out Red Dead 2 in the last few years. So obviously that's what a, a good amount of their resources were, were going towards. But then it's been such a fucking long time since we've had a GTA game that isn't the monolith that is GTA 5, which is... Well, that game still hasn't hit PS5 yet, has it? Or has it? No, but it is in November, which is <laughs> yes, just November, insane sorry, yes, yeah. because it's going to be across three different generations, which is mind-blowing. And still sell. How many times have you finished it now? Just the once? Just the once Don't. for story. Donuts. Mm. Donuts, mm. Jesus. Actually, I might want to play it. I think after Red Dead, I think I might play GTA, even though I didn't pledge it. So, oh, Oof. I can use my wild card. Got to be. Oh, there you go. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they also the the insider reports are also saying that it'll be set in Vice City oh, and yes, that the sorry. that the map will have kind of an ever, ever evolving element to it, similar to to any sort of live service game currently. So Apex, Fortnite, and the and the like. So I can see where that would kind of be cool, but I can also see the issues that would possibly come along with that but you know we'll, we'll wait and see it's fucking ages mm. away yeah um i mean we all know it's probably going to be good very good <laughs> it's rock star um, yeah cool uh that's uh that's that and then we'll quickly go through this because this is this will be done by the time we get um this goes live or pretty much going live uh PlayStation have a state of play this Friday, July 9 at 7 a.m. Um, they've said that it's, it's going to feature a deep dive on Deathloop uh, and then feature some indies, uh, Some sorry, feature some updates on some indies and third-party games. The one indie I think that we're likely to see here is probably Little Devil Inside which has been rumoured to be launching in July for quite a while. There was a video, I don't remember if it was a State of Play video, but it was something that had a bunch of, you know how they had that video a while back and it had that bunch of dates in it? Ah, uh, the sizzle reel uh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that apparently was in, yeah, punched in for July. And then I think uh, PlayStation Japan maybe might have tweeted out something. Um, about a game coming in July. I can't, I can't remember the wording. I saw it last night. Um, and yeah, it sort of alludes to it being Little Devil Inside, but that tweet's now been deleted. So um, Interesting. We'll see if that comes to be. Uh, they've said it won't, it, it won't feature any updates on God of War, Horizon, uh, or any um, PSVR news. Uh, what are we hoping to see here? Little Devil Inside is definitely my my hope and dream as far as PlayStation Indies go, as well as I suppose Kena. If we're gonna if we're gonna get something else, um, see, I was gonna say, what do you reckon? And I'm glad Kieran's not here for this, but what do you feel <laughs> like uh, we could get a delay for Kena? It's it's been pretty radio silent after getting a date, so. I don't know. I wouldn't be too surprised, mm. but it doesn't bother me too much. I'm happy to wait. Um, but yeah, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be overly surprised by it. Nathan, what are you hoping to see here? 
there's only one thing I'm hoping to see. And in fact, I'm feeling fairly confident about it based on the track record or relationship that Sony's had with the studio, but Salt and Sacrifice? Uh, okay. The sequel to Salt and Sanctuary? Or have I got that the other way around? It's, yeah, I can, I can never Salt and Sanctuary is the first which. one. Salt and Sacrifice is the second one. So it's the 2D Souls-like um, that... I still haven't played the first one, but everything I've seen about it looks like it would be my cup of tea, and for whatever reason, I still have not played it. Um, but so far, the only platforms for Salt and Sacrifice are PS4 and PS5. We saw a little bit, uh, I think, maybe during E3, but like not much at all, so I'm thinking maybe they're going to show that off here now. Um, they made a big deal with the first game, Sony, about saying, like, this is our baby. Like, it's you know, we're partnering very close with these developers and they really tried to boost its profile. Yeah. Nice. Good shout. Uh, um, fingers crossed for Evil West mm-hmm. would be the one that I would be hopeful to see. I, I feel like, and again, I could be wrong here, Hood Outlaws and Legends got a, a good showing at one of the PlayStation State of Plays previously. Um, but I might be wrong on that. So I know that it got a release date, I think, at Game Awards, or maybe it was announced at the Game Awards. So I'm not sure if I'm getting confused with that, but I feel like we did see it at a State of Play. But No, we definitely... I think it got announced at Game Awards, but maybe the gameplay was at a PlayStation event, or it's or it's around the other way. But yeah, it definitely no, did get oh some no, sort of showing. What was that thing... Yeah, here we are. Outlaws and Legends. State of Play 2020. There you go. Yeah. Because uh, I remember the turnaround for it getting announced and releasing was fairly short. Yeah, so Focus Home are pretty good like that. They tend to um, not sort of release a date and then lock in a date and then it's pretty much all systems go. Like, you know, yeah. the marketing machines in full spin. And it's out within a few months, kind of thing, you know, or six-ish kind of months. So, and Evil Buzz was was dated for twenty twenty-one. So, oh, there you go. You know, maybe it's going to come, but it's hard to see because that you know the end of this year is getting pretty fat. Like, um, there's some big games coming, um, so it'd be hard to see where it fits. Uh, but yeah, you never know. Um, all right, that's that. Hopefully, it's a it's a good showing. Now, the biggest news of the week easily would be the new OLED Nintendo Switch. Um, I've read very, very minimal bits and pieces about it. So Adam, I don't know if you want to take it away. Yeah, I mean, it's being someone that has just written an article about, hey, I'm going to get an Xbox. <laughs> I think I'm getting rid of my Switch. I'm, I'm probably not the, the, the core demographic here, but it's uh, an upgraded version of the switch it's got a bigger display it's seven inches and it's an oled screen obviously hence the the name um that is pretty much the main as far as hardware goes that's that's as far as it goes with with upgrades um the kickstand is improved to be the full width of the the unit which is a fucking lifesaver i don't actually know why they didn't do that in the first place um and the dock also has an ethernet port so you can hardwire but i mean if you if you had an adapter, you've already been doing that. Um, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. It's not the the Switch Pro that everyone was was hoping for. It's kind of a a shuffle forward rather than a step. But um, speaking with people today, 
it's 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 a mixed bag. The the internet seems pissed because of if expectations that Nintendo didn't actually set, um, or that their understanding or completely the opposite direction, and they're thinking it's the best thing that's come since sliced bread. But yeah, that's kind of the the long and short of it, and it's going to have a five hundred and thirty nine dollar price tag from memory. Whoa. So, yeah. all right, which is getting like into pissed. dangerous territory of being so, way too expensive. Well, for dated hardware, I feel like that's a that's a big whack. When you can get like juiced up consoles at what seven fifty. I mean, if you can get them, of course. Um, I think the biggest thing is you can get a Series S that you can have Game Pass on for for five hundred bucks flat. Well, yeah, they had uh, someone had that sale quite recently. Were, were, were they like four hundred bucks or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you can. Wasn't it? Yeah, you can you can get a, a Series S for. Let, you can get a Series S and a three-month Game Pass Ultimate for the same price as a, a Switch OLED, which is just... I mean, I, I gather that they're, they're maybe not for the, the same target audience, but it just does feel a little bit weird. It does feel weird considering that a lot of third-party games are sort of dropping, especially like the heavier ones on, on hardware, dropping Switch support, I guess. Or not mm. coming to Switch because the game will just run like ass on that platform. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of the games we're seeing, you know, like Elder Souls that we spoke about previously, you know, that's a little pixel art game. You know, that's not going to, you know, make the Switch h- hardware, you know, sweat. So, um, yeah. I, I, as someone, yeah, like as someone who's not into the Nintendo world, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't gone with a with an with a hard hardware upgrade like that is interesting i think um, the 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 biggest surprise for me and i think it's apt that we're talking about director's cuts this week because this feels like the nintendo switch director's cut <laughs> it feels like here's here's a bunch of little fixes and 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 alterations that we we in hindsight feel like we should have made um the weird thing that that i've noticed is because I kind of figured, okay, they'll phase out the flagship model, the, the, the standard one, and this will be the standard going forward. Um, looking at their marketing material, that doesn't seem to be what the plan is because they're marketing it as you can, like it's part of the, the, the family now. You can get either the Switch Lite, the Switch, or the Switch OLED. It feels like they're cannibalizing their own product in a, in a way. So you can have the Switch or for... $80 more, you can have a slightly bigger screen and an OLED display. Like it just, it feels like it's, it's a half step. It's not a big enough step where it makes sense to, to um and ah, which one do I get? But then it's too big of a step to not be that. Like, it's just, I don't know where this fits in and I don't know who this is for. The secret that they won't admit <laughs> is the Joy-Cons work with this model. <laughs> holy shit the drift is gone of course they're never going to admit that because they're up to their neck in lawsuits but uh, yeah. i don't know that's what i dream but i'm going to be an adopter i will get that on launch i will not be justified in it no that's a lie <laughs> i will be justified in it i don't play my switch on the tv much because that's a cop-out if you play a switch on a 4k tv other than when you got mates around for a bit of couch shenanigans it's average um, I, so I play handheld a lot. I've, you know, I've got back problems and shit. So I spend a lot of time sort of playing in bed or on the train. Like I'll do my review codes on the train. Like that's where I get some of my quality time in. I'm the only dickhead on the train with a switch, but we make it Do work. they film you for the, the advertising? Ah, oh, fuck. 
Who plays a switch on a train? I am that person. And I've never witnessed another, <laughs> except for when Animal Crossing came out. There was a few chats oh, on yeah. the train, just trying to, you know, don't look at me. But, um, yeah. I That's think my I'm biggest saying. issue with it is, and it, and you don't fall into that category, Nathan, is there is no incentive whatsoever for people that play on their TV. If if you Absolutely. use your Switch as a home console, this is you not can for you. Go fuck yourself. Absolutely, because it does it does nothing for you. There's no, as far as specs go, there is no change. There yeah. is, and it's got a bigger. Sorry, one thing I didn't mention is it's got a bigger hard drive, going from thirty four to 60 uh 32 to 64 internal but if you're That's already it. playing your switch that has no bearing on you yeah quick, no quick, it quick doesn't question. at all what's what's a really what's a common game size for switch games uh less than 10 i'd say probably yeah. four to set four to eight probably and even yeah. then that's probably big because if you sounds... if you're playing cartridge then fuck all yeah so what's zelda what's the last breath of what's uh breath of the wild Come Fuck! Couldn't tell you. I'm on a cartridge. I'll have, to, I'll have to give it a give it a look up. But they're they're relatively small, and right. and as far as micro SDs go, originally they were like ludicrously expensive. If you were going to get a, a Nintendo branded one, they're really they're not they're not anymore. They're no, I just got a five hundred gig one Amazon Prime Day. I think it was like hundred and ten bucks. Yeah, that is and fucking expensive. Well, it, it, when you consider it, what they were. Re- yeah, Sorry. relatively speaking, that that's that's affordable. Mate, if you need any uh, any storage bushes on your uh, switch, okay. let me all know. Right. Got, all right, mate. <laughs> I got some uh, at work. Some uh, cheapy cheapy. Is this going to be bundled into that little subscription that you're sorting us out? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, this is a uh, Jackson coin coming right now. Five hundred five five twelve gigs is sixty dollars. Good for a Toshiba. Fast one. We've always wondered why he comes into the podcast wearing a trench coat. because he's got motherfucking... <laughs> he's got the loot lined in there. Oh, what are you buying? I'm, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm He's the merchant, merchant. yep. <laughs> to, to answer your question, 13 gigs if you're to, oh. to install Humble Wild. Oh. But yeah, it's... it's the, the console's fucking weird. And I know that I'll get eaten alive by Nintendo fans that will say it's the best thing ever but it just to me is bizarre mm. it's it's very strange so zach tell us what you've been watching this week other than quiet place 2 um i've been watching sex life a new one on on netflix is oh that dear. good i've i've wanted to start i've oh dear I've, I've wanted to give it a start uh it's okay it's uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, the look on adam's uh, face I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's worth a war. It's it's interesting. Oh, actually, well, interesting is you're on the record in, in, here. In the, um, <laughs> it's a fun watch. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a watch. Um, it's 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 interesting enough and entertaining enough is, is probably the better word. I hope um, somebody reports back on your suggestion. I hope someone listening gives us a verdict. Is is it a Zach Jackson okay? <laughs> no, so okay. So, and I'm also watching a French show, mm? uh, Lupin. At, um, ah, Lupin. Yes. The second bit of that. Um, that's still going going good. I've been trying to get Anna to continue watching this Polish show called The Maya, but she. How's it spelled? Uh, M I E. Uh, no, M I R 
E. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's not uh, the M Y E R. No, and it's not set in the uh, the Brisbane Street Mall, mate. All right, <laughs> let's um let's call it quits there because Tazzy uh, references time to go. Let's we're pushing. Get out of here. Uh, we're pushing two hours for the poor people, for the poor souls listening in. Shouts to Buddy Watson and the rest of the big okay. fans. Love I can hear my cousin calling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's episode. Check out all the content. Uh, Jordan has a Monster Hunter Stories 2 review up right now. It's going to drop very soon after this podcast finishes. Um, Nathan's got his preview hopefully up. I've got a Sniper Ghost Warrior 4 article going up. How about that? Mm. First, some little big scoop for you. No, it's not. It's actually it's just uh, me telling CR games that I, that I want Sniper Ghost Warrior 4. Um, but yeah. Check out the website, www.well-play.com.au. Have a good week. Don't buy blue, big M, heaven, milk, whatever, man. Um, and shall see you next time. Bye. 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 Oh, what a catastrophe of, a, of an <laughs> outro. Um...